five, four, three, two, one. Good morning. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School, New School podcast. I am Will Charles Egan. And Chris Meekins. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening, good day to you, sir. We are here. This is episode number nine. No, this is ten. This is, this is number nine. Okay. Believe me. I put number nine, but I skipped eight, and then I went back and re-edited it because we're still in the beginning, fledgling stages of this podcast. We're going to have someone come on that actually knows how to... <laughs> we're going to have a producer. A producer that shows us what to do. He's going to talk to us. So if you yes. want to do a podcast, he'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have some, some more knowledgeable people than us because yeah. we still don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to count. We yeah, no, Exactly. <laughs> One, two, three, this four, five, can't six, can't count down seven, to five, nine, yep, ten, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get it eventually. Because I was looking at it, I'm like, I don't remember it being nine. I thought it was eight. Well, your premonition was correct. Okay, but yeah. I didn't do anything about it. Speaking yeah. of which, we were talking about being prepared today. Yes, we were, and we like mentally thinking that we're prepared. Mm-hmm. So today we want to talk about yeah. What do we want to talk about? Well, we want to talk a little bit about, so specifically public speaking, yeah. which can apply to different aspects of life because Chris just had a thing. A thing. That didn't... Uh, didn't go so well. Didn't go so well. <laughs> and, and more than just public speaking, we want to talk about how do you process a negative yes. morning when you wake up in the morning after not doing well in a public speaking mm-hmm. format. And and then you're just listening to these lies going into your head yep. about how you suck. Yeah, how you're the worst, and you're, you, you, you never do that again. Why would you even do that? Right. Why would you put yourself through these things? I mean, it happens to me all the time. I'm oh, always yeah. like, why would I put myself in front of these expert speakers mm-hmm. and demonstrate? what it, It's called a communication workshop. Yep. And. Um, uh, you had to give a five minute talk mm-hmm. and they were, they were really weren't looking at the content. Mm. They were looking at your okay. presentation. Got it. And, um, my, my big weakness is, is the presentation. I start looking mm-hmm. at my notes. Yes. Yeah. I'm giving my testimony that <laughs> I've been writing for the last six years. I was there for the actual event. <laughs> you were there for a hundred percent. And I was talking about how uh, a third grade, um, Sunday school teacher mm-hmm. presented the gospel to me when I was young and I, I prayed and all that, but then I went on to live my crazy Chris Meekins Chris life, Meekins life yeah. you know, and, and my family have a, um, a predisposition to alcoholism. My mm-hmm. grandparents, both of my, on both sides were. And yep. so, so the, there's this whole mess. And so I was trying to explain how a third grade teacher, Sunday school teacher is so important to share the news and don't right. give up right. because this is what ended up happening. 15 years later, I prayed and, and mm-hmm. got set free from drugs and alcohol. Yep. I was raised my kids that way. I've been married for 44 years. Yep. My son is a, a pastor in Santa Monica. Holla. Those people are hearing the, uh, the good news because of some third grader, yeah. third grade teacher that uh-huh. hung out. 
Well, I know. I mean, just like now, I just want to know. Well, right, I, right. I, I wrote it out in notes, and I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and I was a good boy, and things <laughs> were weren't. good. And then I'd stop, and then I'd go, okay, forget that, and mm-hmm. I'd be very authentic mm-hmm. and try to just share from my heart. Right. And it was going really good, and I'm like, okay, then get back to your notes. And then I got lost in my notes. Yes. And so when I by the, by the time I sat down, everybody was going, oh, that's really good, that's really good. Right. But. But in you, reality. So. So they they were looking at your presentation, mm-hmm. not your not your content. But mm-hmm. I, you get caught up after hearing like someone like Pastor Randy or yes. Pastor Jonathan that are like they're they're so good and their content mm-hmm. is so deep, it's so rich, yeah. And you're like, it's the content, it's the content. But then you're you're learning in the in the seminar that it's yep. like sixty eight point nine percent. Nice. <laughs> towards the the, towards the presentation. presentation yeah, yes, you're, you're, absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, because I did public speaking to an extent, you know, the public being a group of middle schoolers or a group of high schoolers who are not the most receptive to what I had to say. It's, it's horrible because they sit there. Yep. Or they're just on their phones. Yeah. They're talking to each other. Listen to me, you little person a little brat i have something to tell you and you should listen to me because this makes me feel good about myself when you listen to me and it becomes a little bit about your ego yeah so when i would i went from that to and bayside college i had a class that was with pastor david who you know at bayside you know who pastor david is thank you god that he wasn't there last night i was like if he's oh, here, <laughs> oh my god because he's, he's like his one look. of my favorites oh he's so good but Man, let me tell you, in, in this class, we had to do first a five-minute kind of like baseline sermon of just where you're at in your public speaking ability. Okay. And then it was a 10-minute after that. But the first one, I'm like, you know, come on. I've, come been, on. I've been doing this for years already in front I'm of well. kids, and I'm, I'm well. well. I know everything. I'm going to knock this out of the park. So I go up there, and I'm dressed to the T. I have a black button down. Tight plaid dress pants, my black dress shoes. I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I get up there. I'm like, hey, what's going Maybe on? Maybe you should go to a class about egotism. <laughs> no, 100%. <laughs> I'm an ego maniac. Maybe we should go to a different <laughs> class. Maybe you should start somewhere else, Will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I go up there. I do my thing. And I'm thinking I knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And so at first it starts with, the class tells you what you did good, and then they say some things that you can improve on. They had a lot of great things to say, and then a couple things that I should improve on. So I'm like, all right. So it was like 95% good. I'm like, I'm good. And then I turned to Pastor David. Man, let me tell you, you never, ever want to look at him if you're giving a sermon. If he's in the room and you're giving a sermon, don't look at him because he is all just... Just staring you down. This look. Oh my and God. it's not... It's not bad. I mean, it's just his resting face. He's, yeah. But when he's looking at you and he's thinking about what you're saying, you're like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Did I m- 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 mess up get my words? Get back to your notes. Oh, no. Don't do your Don't notes. Don't do your notes. Yeah. you get stuck and lost in there. Yeah. And so I'm looking at him and I, I see that he's got this look in his face. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get ripped to shreds. And so everything that I had thought was amazing, he's like, <laughs> well, you need to work on this and you need to work on this. And you need to, I got served this huge slice of humble pie. Which I needed. So then once no. I... No. Oh. 
Yeah. Tell I, me it's not true. I suck, dude. I'm the worst. So I, I go yeah. well, through the whole course. Anymore, but. Well, I'm still not the best, but. There may be one or two one, people. Ah, no. <laughs> so all that being said is. Oh, so we have 150 people listening to our podcast. Uh-huh. So at least 7.999 billion people yeah. that still haven't listened to us. Mm-hmm. That don't know about how great we are. <laughs> What a shame. What a shame. Do I need to go to the egomaniac class or do you? Uh, no, I got a dish of I got a dish of humble pie myself last night. Oh yes. Yeah. So that's the thing is when you get served that humble pie is when you realize, hey, I need to put in the work too. Yeah. Despite what I think about myself. Yeah. I need to build a bridge, get over it, and then begin to improve myself in whatever area it's probably you know i'm just thinking this now it's marrying mirroring marrying marrying mm-hmm. the two things together the preparation and the presentation yes it's yes. it's it's not so much like i i don't know how to prepare mm-hmm. it's all prepared yeah and i know how to present mm-hmm. it's marrying them together right it's yes freaking brilliant it is right it's like people have been doing it for thousands of years we're done <laughs> all right <laughs> that was the end of our episode no that's i mean that is really and again to apply it to all aspects of different people's life because you know not everybody listening is a public speaker right or wants to be a pastor yeah. or anything like that but when you are neither do you or i well, exactly yeah. yeah we have no desire to be pastors of churches or anything like that i mean if that's what i'm called to then great but as of right now i don't think it's gonna happen i haven't got the call yeah i'm still waiting for that call i'm still waiting for my letter to hogwarts but you know we'll get to that eventually i'm waiting to pass the communication (laughs) (laughs) yeah we all have something so what we wanted to talk about is preparedness and specifically what happens the morning after you get humble pie because it's horrible it is Uh, i don't know about you and and the audience but Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you start hearing, I don't want to say hearing voices because they'll come in. <laughs> Is Chris schizophrenic? <laughs> but you're hearing these lies of, you know what, maybe I should mm-hmm. just go get a job at the car wash and, <laughs> and just go there and quit doing, quit doing uh, the podcast, quit doing the men's breakfast on Saturday, mm-hmm. quit going to uh, this other group that I go on Thursday where I participate Quit helping in the high school group, yeah, because you're kind of like stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the word that yes. that, that that I uh, fight with. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'll be honest, I I re- I'm not that smart. I didn't attend school, mm-hmm. so uh, I mean, I attended, but I just didn't participate. Didn't participate <laughs> at all. At all. Um, but I have a different kind of uh, intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I pretty much can figure anything out. Yeah, but. Um, but then the, this lie that goes into my head is like, well, you're, you're just really not that smart. And you're, you're there with all these smart people that are Mm. given these examples that, you know, my ego then says, you're, you're kind of better than them. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm applauding for them. And they're going, yay. (laughs) Go for it, buddy. You got it. You're a winner. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody (laughs) wins here today. (laughs) But uh, but the morning after, and so this morning, you know, we were talking, and the the you know the the, um, the lie that you're listening mm-hmm. to in your head, the, the yeah. voices that you hear, self talk, self talk, 
uh, startup. And so how do you, uh, does that happen to you? Oh my gosh. If it happens to anybody, it certainly happens to me. That's for sure. I get that a lot. And it's because, I mean, for me, I have a lot of different ideas of, you know, like the big quarter life crisis, what I want to be when I grow up, what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. Who's the, who am I going to marry? Who am I going to move in with? What job am I going to have? What do my parents think? And so there's always, there's always something. And so for me uh, recently, especially it's been like the, because I bounce back and forth between, I, you know, what the, I call them the grandparent questions, (laughs) you know, which for, and I know, you know, I ask them all the time. I'm like, am I supposed to not ask guilty? What college you're going (laughs) to? Exactly. Yes. What college you going to? Uh Well, that's the first one. And what's going to be your major? What college? And then it's, what's your major? And then, so what are you doing now that you're out of college? And then they look at you with this look of like, well, what's your answer? You're supposed to have an answer. Everybody knows this. And you're like, Hey buddy, I have no idea what my middle name is. Actually, you're like 59 and you just had a new <laughs> job yesterday, so shut up. <laughs> I don't you don't know that. what you want to do. He would say that. I wouldn't say that. But I'm like, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And every, every month it feels like I have a different answer. And then it gets to a point where I'm like, do I even know anything? Like, am I supposed to do any of these things that I tell people? So first it's I'm going to do this. With my degree, that I'm not going to use my degree, that I'm going to use my degree, that I'm not going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to be a comedian, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to publish this book. And so it's always a different answer. And then when something falls flat on its face, and you go to bed, or you go to bed unable to sleep, and you're tossing and turning all night because oh, this is supposed to work out, and it's not. And then you wake up the next morning, and you're like, oh, Did I even sleep last night? Because you've been dealing with the thoughts all night of, hey, none of this is working out and I feel like life is running for a brick wall and I have no way of steering around it. That thought process gets in your head. And I've said this before in sermons. I use the analogy of like a train full steam ahead barreling for a wall and it feels like there's no way of getting around it. And it's like my my thought of that. And it isn't like here's the solution to that problem. But it's like, okay. Are you listening to this podcast right now? Are you alive? Are you here right now? It's like, well, yes. It's like, okay, so that hasn't happened yet. You haven't had smashed into a wall yet. You haven't destroyed yourself. Right. And you keep having these thoughts month after month after month of, oh, it's going to be the end soon because this isn't working out. And it has yet to happen because I think, it's never going to happen. And it's the thought, it's the lie in your head that you're telling yourself of, well, this is something that it's going to keep happening and it's going to keep happening and inevitably, and then the inevitably just never happened because the enemy can't make anything new. He just uses old lies and he stirs up things and he says, it's going to happen eventually. And he just keeps lying to you and lying to you, pushing the line, telling you it's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, well, it's going to happen tomorrow. This is going to be the end tomorrow. The end of the world happens tomorrow at midnight. And it never comes because right. it's not going right. to. It's not coming. It is a lie that you Tomorrow never comes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a very good point. Tomorrow never comes and the end isn't on your heels. No. It's not around the corner waiting to destroy you. So, so um, first, let's, let's say uh, younger people or, you know, people your age, uh, mm-hmm. most of our audience, um, I think. Probably. Um, so you look at someone like you or, or like me, like when we walk into a room, it's like, 
we have all the self-confidence in the world. And that's true, but yet, so they're like, well, if I could be like Will. Yeah. Which everybody does. Which everybody <laughs> thinks that, because it's all about me. But, you know, they're like, I wish I had his confidence. I wish I had it. Right. But the truth of the matter is, is that I'm just doing what I know I'm good at or I can do. Mm-hmm. But you still struggle with the same uh, uh, lack of confidence that uh, yeah. that a, a young person that is is more of an introvert. Yeah. We, we just happen to be extroverts. Yes. To begin so it, with. It hides it well. Yeah. Yeah. But even so, you still have those doubts. Same so, doubts. So, so these other people, other people that are not extroverts, mm-hmm. th- you're, you're just like them. It's just a different sure. personality. Yeah. I think something that a lot of people, if you know me personally, people will be like, Will's sense of humor is such an ego testicle. He's so full of himself. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm a 10 out of 10. And I know it. Look at me. Because you know that works. Yes. Because that's how, that's how I get the laughs. That's how right. I get the funny from right. people. But deep down inside... You're like I'm me, the worst. Where, where I'm, I'm looking in the mirror, going, mm, I could improve I, this. I, I could. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. Maybe I should yeah, do this with my nose. Maybe I should. Maybe maybe I should grow a beard. Oh wait a minute, I can't because <laughs> I'm 22 years old. I can't, and I'm 66. So yeah, really? Yeah. I guess I'll just never have a beard. This is this is like four days growth. Really? Yeah. Four wow. days. I'm it, not, it's I'm horrible. About the same as you. I can't it, it, grow a beard for the life of me. It keeps me up at night. So so if you were saying to someone. Um, how do you, from a younger person, mm-hmm. I mean, from a, a, a spiritual standpoint, how do you dig yourself out of that? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you do it? Because I know how I, I do it. No, sure. I'll share shortly. I have a lot of, uh, I think I'll start, you know, I use the the ego, whatever, is like some people would say a mask, but I don't like to use that term because it implies that I'm like deeply depressed or something, which I'm not, you know. No, no. Life isn't great, right. but it's also not Oh, the end I of the failed world. at this thing last night. Oh, I feel horrible. Hey, where are we going for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, what are we doing tomorrow? You know, yeah, it's not the end yeah. of the world. For me, the, the way that I kind of display myself is my, my humor is very much I'm a 10 out of 10 and nobody knows it. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy that I'm a 10 and nobody's aware of it? And obviously I'm kidding. Except for my mom. Except for mom. Mom is fully aware that I'm a 10 and she's my biggest cheerleader. Right. But I I come off as sometimes a little full of myself because it's just my sense of humor. But inside I'm really yeah. expecting something to happen that never is and I'm very anxious about it. And that's just life. But the way that I find I get out of that isn't by my own strength obviously it's god because i have a regular prayer life where i constantly i continually ask things of god and then ultimately it's but thy will be done and so i surrender all of my power and i give it to him you know i like to pray literally like this with my hands okay. up and open because i say God, you're so much better at doing things, doing anything than I am. And I, I've seen it before and I've read it in your word that everything that you take control of comes out so much better than I ever could. And then thy will ends up coming to pass. So why not give it all to him? Because I'm going to do so much more terribly with it than, you know, let's look at God as like the bank that is a firm investment as opposed to, me scrounging pennies for 
investment of you giving me money. Right. Wouldn't you rather put it in the bank than me who's looking for pennies yeah. on the ground? I think I would. Yeah, but. so God is a little bit more of a reliable place to put your trust in because, you know, it's literally in the name. He's God, so he controls everything, and he's got a perfect and pleasing plan. And so <clears throat> I look at that, and I think, okay, I'm going to give it to you. And very regularly, even in things like this, I will have – uplifting conversations after I pray to God. I'll say, God, I need an answer for this. And then he'll speak to me through people very consistently, very regularly. He'll give me an encouraging word, exactly what I needed to hear, whether mm -hmm. it be a sermon in church, a conversation with a friend, uh, meeting with a group of friends. There's almost always something. Whenever I reach out and ask God of something, he always answers with a word from somebody or something. And that's very, very encouraging because I see it regularly. I'm like, okay, so God's hand is still on me. Not that it wouldn't be anymore, you know, because mm -hmm. in my head, the enemy's saying, this is the end. The end yeah. is just around the corner. You're going to be like, such a failure. Yeah. And God's like, no, no, no. I've been here this whole time. Here's a little reminder. And so I'm like, oh, yeah. So all I need to do is just trust. But easier said than done. Right. right? I mean, it's a daily thing. Mm -hmm. So what about you? What do you do when you've woken up the next morning? Well, I... I uh, I want to say one thing about what you said. There's this uh, phrase in AA, which many of you know that I've been mm -hmm. sober for a couple of days now, <laughs> and uh, uh, uh -huh. it's like I'm a I'm an egomaniac with an inferiority complex. Write that one down because that's me to a T. Yeah, and so and people are like okay that does not make sense, but it makes all the sense in the world yep. to people like me. Uh huh. <laughs> it's our world. Come join it. Um, yep. But uh, but I am. I'm an egomaniac with the inferior. Because people say, well, what makes you think that you can do a podcast? I'm like, mm -hmm. well, because I had the $950 to buy the equipment. Right. And the $140 to, to put it on the line. Yeah. And that's what qualifies me. And, and they're like, well, it. that's, that's kind of low qualifications. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. But I'll do it. Yeah. And so I'm like, well... Doesn't everybody do that? Mm -hmm. um, we're thinking about um, doing some other things. Uh, and people are like, well, well, I ran for city council one time. And what? someone's like, what do you know about city council? I'm like, I know that you have to get voted in. <laughs> and, then, and then once you're there, you find uh, out. Once you're there, they can't vote you out. So, right. then, yeah, so, so then you so, just so, do good things. It's a paycheck for four years. <laughs> Might and as well. I'll learn it uh -huh. on my feet. Yeah. And so... Um, nice. And so, so what ends up happening is like this morning I woke up and I was like, oh man, you suck mm -hmm. and you should probably quit doing all these things. And so yep. I, I said, okay, well, all right, this is not going to work out for the rest of the day because I got just too much to do to stay here. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I had to have my quiet time. And so I'm, I'm going through uh, um, the alpha, read through the Bible in a year. Mm. And so I listened to it and read it at the same time. Nice. And so I, I went through th that that part today, and then I'm like, okay, that didn't work. That didn't take because the whole time I'm listening, I'm like, yeah, you can't get that thought out of your head. I hate those people. Yeah. So I put on uh, a worship music, and mm -hmm. I, I got some worship music and was listening to some of my favorite songs. And then usually it's like, okay, I have a conversation with Joyce. I, I admit to someone else, I'm like, I'm having a bad day. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm really feeling bad about myself but but it's getting into the scripture it's getting into and then reminding myself is that actually 
what I went through in last November, a thing called Braveheart, and nice. It's a, it's I've mentioned it before, but it's it's a it's a retreat where you're you're learning more about quit listening to the voices mm. and start speaking, yeah, into who you are. Mm-hmm. And so, Joyce and I were talking, and um, you know, I, I'm like, it's really funny because this morning I'm like, I'm ready to quit being a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but then in this in the same sentence, I'm like, I've never been more strong as being a believer mm-hmm. and a Christian than I am today. Yeah, I'm like, uh, and and I'm just being authentic. I I'm really not you know blowing smoke sure. up my own skirt, but mm-hmm. but I, I have a men's breakfast. This yeah. last week we had like forty people. Nice, and for men's breakfast, and it was like awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then I I, uh, I do this podcast, mm-hmm. and we've got like 150, 170, 170 for, this la- for, for this last one for yeah. last week for being a baller for Jesus for being a baller for Jesus. And, and we just need cool titles, I think. Yeah, and I'm retired, and we've got a, f- a few bucks in the bank, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at uh, buying a business just nice. to like get some income coming in. Why not? And yeah. and I've I'm, I'm part of a small group that's really powerful. It's like twenty people in a room, and it was like good stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and our marriage is probably there's my wife walking by. She's hey. like, no, not true. <laughs> I'm like, my marriage Lies. has never been as good. And yeah, and and so I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is not true. Yes, the truth is is that you're actually in a better place than you've ever been in your whole life. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, but you're. You're listening to this voice that says mm-hmm. you're, you're in deep. You're in deep doo doo, man. Yeah, and and you need to pull the plug. Right, pull the plug, and so um, I end up just spending time praying. Like today, I'll go work out. I'll listen to worship nice. music while I'm working out. Oh, no, you're one of those people. No, Van oh, Halen. Man. I might listen to some Gram Funk. Okay? Okay. okay, well, do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't care. Okay, you ever hear of Petra? Yes. Yeah, there, there. It's Joyce will come on the radio because it's in my playlist. Yeah, and she's like. Shut that crap off. <laughs> Shut it up. It's not godly. It's, like, <laughs> not uh... even, it's not even any good. No. Petra is from this. Uh, it was a, one of the first Christian rock bands mm-hmm. I've ever heard of in the early 80s. Yeah. Him and um, Keith Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway. Good stuff. Um, so, so again, here's the funny thing. People mm-hmm. like us. Yeah. We get generated by being around more people. Yes. And so, I'll, so. I'll put myself around people like Will that will blow smoke up my skirt. Yep. I do that. <laughs> I'm good at that. Well, and we had a, and, and not necessarily just, just that. We're, that's mm-hmm. not what we do. You're no, awesome. yeah. <laughs> that's not all we do. Actually, it's kind of raw. Yeah. And, you know, you can actually say the truth, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. it's a safe zone. Mm-hmm. On on Monday, we met with uh, Jordan Brian. Yep, he went, was on the podcast. On, po- on podcast, he's a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Here you go. We have a pastor. It's a youth pastor. It's a youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Here's your pastor. He's a kid's pastor. You're 22, and I'm 66. <laughs> and we, hey, pastor, could you talk with us? <laughs> yeah, right. Excuse me, pastor. Could you come on our podcast? Yeah, like um, five year olds. Uh, but we 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 hung out mm-hmm. because we're friends with him. Yeah. And we ended up having a three-hour conversation, hanging out on his back porch, just awesome. hanging out, talking. Uh, these guys eating cake, and oh yeah, we was... had some tacos that really. Gave oh, me they me. gave us tacos that were free, and I was like, yes. And he's like, this is good. I, um, so, and they're kind people, mm-hmm. but it's being in community. Yes, for me, 
for me it's hmm. getting out of myself being in community because then i'm naturally like oh no man that's not true because right. if i talk to if you talk to me the way i talk to me oh yeah I'd kick your ass. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I would hope you do because some of the things you say to yourself are pretty mean, dude. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But but so I, I think that that's where the foundation is saying, okay, because you don't have to have all the answers mm -hmm. today. Yeah. No. I mean, it's like, no, just go do the next right thing. Yeah. It's not your job to know everything right now. And, and there's people uh, that are, have never figured it out but mm -hmm. they're doing the right thing they're doing the next right thing yeah and then all of a sudden you're like oh wait a minute i you know i you know i took a test for the fire department yeah next thing you know and i got hired in the hey. fire department next thing you know it you know i'm you know making good money in the fire department i got a part-time job i'm mm -hmm. i'm doing this i'm doing that next thing you know they're like hey you can retire now and i'm like okay all right well, you're gonna pay me to stay home for the rest of uh, my life, uh, all i gotta do is not die mm -hmm. okay i think i'll do that <laughs> sounds good and it, it plays out but it doesn't Yes, you can plan for it, but you can't. Mm -hmm. You just have to live today and yeah. quit listening to the lie mm -hmm. in your head. Yeah, absolutely. And listen to listen to who you believe that God's told you. Yeah, you are. it's funny you were saying that that you are replacing the bad thought by actively listing all of the good things, and then realizing that the bad thought was wrong, and then repeatedly telling yourself the truth or the good thought and I'm listening to that I'm like oh my gosh there's a name for that there is a word for that and I'm okay. using my degree here okay it's called thanks mom for the degree yeah thanks mom <laughs> and grandpa this is and dad and dad yeah it's cognitive behavioral therapy that's exactly what you're describing cognitive behavioral therapy is taking your thoughts captive and replacing them with positive thoughts that will change your behaviors so instead of saying i suck this is terrible life's a bore okay where you have a terrible outcome you repeatedly you you list all of the things that are successes that are wins that will override all of those terrible things that you say about yourself and then you'll realize no those things aren't true so you repeatedly tell yourself all of these good thoughts and you will literally change your behaviors through having positive cognitions or thinking. Okay. And that's literally the, the most successful form of therapy in the game today. This is so funny because I was listening to this podcast by Ed Millett. You ever hear of him? Mm -mm. Positive thinking, positive yes. energy kind of guy. Yeah. And he's interviewing this guy. I, I, I'll pull it up in a second, but he's interviewing this guy. He's like, what you have to do is reframe things. Yeah. Rather than saying, you know, I went to this uh, communication workshop and I blew it. Blew it. Mm -hmm. And saying, wow, I went to this community and I, I've, I'm seeing where I can improve. Mm -hmm. And I learned. And I learned, which is really what happened. It's true. It's true. It's I, the I truth. Mean, I came home and I said, here's what has to happen. Mm -hmm. I have to be better prepared. Yep. Before I speak, because yeah. I'll speak, and as you, my friends, know. all of this, all of this, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I got an opinion about anything, <laughs> and I'll share it, and I'll it. share it, and uh, and and most of the time I'm pretty correct. Yeah, <laughs> at least I think so. I know so until I'm not until you're not um, very much not so. 
and, and so he's talking about reframing it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's also the part of saying, no, you don't suck. Hey, let's let's mm-hmm. reframe it to saying you just learned a great lesson in front of people that actually were there for you yep. to say this is that all you really need to do is is that get away from your notes. Yeah. Because you know this. Yes. But I, I wanted to and I wanted the content and they weren't looking at the content. They mm-hmm. were looking at the presentation. Um, I'm reading this book, Will, okay. and you're going to have to pick it up to you. I'll, I'll, All right. I'll Google it All to right. you. I'm currently uh, in a book right now, but we'll see. You're rewriting your book too, right? Well, that too. I'm, do, I'm doing a lot of things with books currently. I am so impressed with that. I mean, I, I really, we talked about it Monday uh-huh. night, but I'm like, God, I wish I could do that. And that's the other mm-hmm. thing. I wish that I could take all this wisdom. Yeah, I will. My, this genius in my head and put it on all paper. This wisdom that I've acquired all these years and share it to the world. And I'm like, well, you can. Okay, I wrote a chapter. It's got to be more than eight lines. <laughs> yeah. Chapter one. Uh-huh. Eight lines. Oh, let's go to chapter two. Whoops. But anyway, this book is called Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess mm-hmm. by a gal named Caroline Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Mm. And it talks about, it's it's amazing yeah. book that uh, it's talking about <coughs> science <coughs> is catching up with what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. What's, yes. that, what's that verse uh, renewing? Uh, Romans 12, 8, transformed by the renewal of your mind. Okay. Yeah. And so there's your your body. God designed you. God designed your mind to to fix itself, mm-hmm. to readjust itself. Literally. Literally. Neuroplasticity. Big word wow. of the day. How do you know that? Also psychology. I learned that one. Okay. When you were talking about it on Monday night, I was like, yeah, I learned a lot about this because, you know, it's a Bible college and it's a psychology degree. So very much hand in hand, you know, learning about basically what's in this book and you were reading i'm like that's so good that you're learning maybe that. we should invite her on our podcast oh yeah because i'm sure she'd respond and be like sure i'll fly over uh it's uh five five simple scientifically proven steps mm-hmm. to reduce anxiety stress and toxic thinking and I'm, yeah. I'm i'm reading as much as i can each evening before i pass out yep um trying to have good thoughts in my brain before yeah. I go. but it's really talking about there's a there's a way to fix your thinking and they mm-hmm. go even into bipolar and things like yeah, that yeah, yeah but but i want to go to god has designed our body to fix itself i mean it's yes. the only thing in the universe that that i mean when i cut myself it, mm-hmm. i don't go well shit i'm gonna have a cut there <laughs> well Sorry this about is that. <laughs> this <laughs> is where we die because i have for, a cut forever and ever no yeah. god's designed it so it, like it heals itself it's yeah. like it's like Oh, oh, actually, while you're even watching, it stops mm-hmm. bleeding and yep. everything else. Like that. Well, the mind's no different. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, uh, so for you that are taking notes, <laughs> mm-hmm. the many sure. thousands <laughs> that are taking notes, send us a text, but it's by uh, Caroline Leaf and it's mm-hmm. cleaning up your uh, mess. But uh, she was talking about just these things. And so yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, God, I can fix this. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's what else you, you, you need to be, you need to read, not you, yes. but people, you need to, people should, you should read, you should be constantly bringing things in mm-hmm. to, to a new thought. I, I, I heard it someplace, somewhere, somewhere, but that's important. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said it, the big man, I don't know. Because when you get old, you get my age, you're like, okay, 
why do I have to read anymore? Right, well, yeah. because you want to keep your brain working. Mm-hmm. And you want to discover new things. You can't say, well, that's not how we did it in 1975. <laughs> well, that's working well, 1975, you were doing acid, okay? Yeah, and that, listening to Pink Floyd. That wasn't the right way to do it. <laughs> Black Sabbath, okay? Yeah. No. So you might want to change from mm-hmm. that way of thinking. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to renew my mind every day. I'm going to mm-hmm. open it up to God's word. Okay? Mm-hmm. But but let's go back to young people. Well, yeah. Actually, everybody. Sure. So we can yes. actually say, it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, you're going to fight this battle. That is what I've learned recently, especially once I've started to get older is I when I see like adult humans that have the exact same behaviors as children. And that's not like a demeaning thing. Like some human beings act the same no matter what age they are. And you see it. It's like when you're a kid, you look at your parents like they're Superman and Superwoman and they're perfect and they're never failing. And then you grow up and you realize, oh, oh, you're behaving like a toddler because toddlers are also humans. You're a human and you just didn't grow up a certain way or you were raised in a different household. But you're like, yeah, people are just as weird and strangely behaving as kids are. And you start to see like, oh, mom and dad aren't Superman and Superman. You just happen to have more experience of going, okay, just don't touch the stove. Yeah, exactly. Throughout the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I'm really not going to say this because when I say it, and it's happened to me when I was at the fire station, I'd be sitting at the table mm-hmm. and someone, the chief would be sitting there or mm-hmm. the captain, the captain would be sitting there and, and he'd bring up a topic. And my friends looking across from me is like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> we know where this is going to go. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> His name's Jim Masterino. He was like awesome. He'd be like, shut up, Meekins. Shut up, Meekins. <laughs> Meekins, don't and say I'm it. Like, well, tell me, Chief, why is and and they'd be like and and he'd freak yep. out and the next thing you know it, I'm cleaning the toilet. Yep. You know, the next thing you know it, I'm like getting these bad reviews. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, sometimes you just got to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to learn it. One day. <laughs> one, one day, I'm going to learn. Still um, growing up, but but you do learn. You're learning like just mm-hmm. it's not it's it's not worth saying something right now yeah you might want to go talk in private or something like that but sure, you, yeah. the older you get you just learn to shut it down yes sooner yes that's how it works once you get that problem out of the way it's, you, you don't want to end up sweeping it under the rug yeah you want to address it like i'm a very blunt person no if it wasn't obvious i'm super <laughs> i'm up front i'll do this with all my friends my coworkers will like well this one person they uh, i'm like just say it or I'm like, if you want to say something to me, like you literally, nothing you say can offend me. Like, just say it. So for me, it's like, if you want to address a problem, you bring it to the light and you tell the truth. And that will solve the problem. And the older you get, you learn how to bring it to light yes. a little bit more gently. More, Yeah, more nuanced instead of for just us. ripping it. For yeah, us, for Instead of just ripping it out of the dark and then slapping it on a surgical table and going, here you go, here's your problem. And then you get traumatized by it. It's it's very nuanced as a dance. It's really funny. You just it keeps on going back. Pretty much everything we talk about it mm-hmm. is you need to push into God. Yes, you need to push into God mm-hmm. because the reality is is um, there's a book I read called The War on Art. The War on Art, amazing book. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But it talks about you're you're going against resistance, resistance yes, all the time. Mm-hmm. And it, this is not a Christian book, right? Yeah, 
I mean, and it's the world. You are fighting against mm-hmm. resistance. And so we think that, oh, wait a minute. I went to church this week, and, and I, 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 I went over to my grandma's house, and, yeah. and I was visiting her in the nursing home, and come visit me in the nursing home one day. Uh, <laughs> I was, I said, please, please come and wipe the drool off my <laughs> yeah. Um But I, I, uh, there's this resistance always mm-hmm. and and when you break through yeah it's like running in a marathon and yes. so i ran two marathons really yeah i finished i finished both of them one was in four hours and six minutes mm-hmm. and one was in four hours and three minutes oh my gosh dude uh, i could never but i was i was like that was like 50 pounds ago mm-hmm. um but um and and oh and by the way i woke up this morning i'm the lightest i've been in probably 30 years wow I was at a weight where I've not been for 30 years. Is that and from so, stress? No, it's from like being healthy, not shoving crap in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Although I did have a peanut butter I was, parfait. Uh, I'm way home <laughs> and I got diabetes. I'm like, I, I, uh, I, I love ice cream. If you ever want to send me ice cream, it's okay. <laughs> but, um, but you know, as you push through this, this energy resistance. field, this resistance, after I finished those two marathons, mm-hmm. it was like, I could do anything. I could do anything. Yes. Yes, that's why I work out every day. It's because once you get past the thing, for some people, like Joe Rogan, he wakes up every single morning and he does the cold plunge. Like that kind of discipline that's is crazy. something I will never see no, in my life. No. But that is him immediately overcoming resistance so that in his day he can do anything. Because he did, for two and a half minutes, he, he conquered something that he did not want to do. And he succeeded. He overcame the resistance in his own mind. And so because he overcame that initial resistance, he's like, and now in the rest of my day, I can do what needs to be done because I feel like I can do anything. Yeah. It's momentum. Yeah. You start at the top and then just momentum throughout the rest of the day. So let's wrap this up. Mm -hmm. Conclusion. Conclusion being, I mean, we keep coming to the same conclusions after every podcast and it's because it's true. It's true. Give it to God. Push it to God. And get in good community with people. Talk to somebody about it. Don't just do it alone. No, you're, And no, you're not alone in your thinking. Yes. Us, we have the exact same thoughts, yeah. if not even more so sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. when we do something like this, it's a huge risk. And we're like, well, what do we, uh, what do, we do? Well, yeah, last night I'm like, you need to quit doing that podcast. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're a total failure. Yes. And why would anybody Right. I had the same you? thought, too. I was like, well, it's not going to get anywhere or do anything so what's the point but you just got to keep showing up and keep doing it so so mine is that push through the resistance mm-hmm. uh, find a find a good book that you're interested in yeah and and uh and keep going because the reality is is that this too shall pass yes you know i i when i first got sober it was like i mean it, they called it white knuckling it where yeah you're like I got to stay sober tonight. This is, that's all I'm going to do. I can't drink. I can't drink. Mm-hmm. I can't drink. And sometimes it was like, okay, I'm not going to drink for the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go up to the bar for the next hour. I'm yeah. not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I got stuff to do. And I was um, I was up on a roof. Mm-hmm. I was doing roofing way long ago. Wow. And um, – and I, I was losing my mind. I was just having a bad day. The mm-hmm. wind was blowing. The tar paper was blowing off. Yep. And I threw it off. I throwing stuff off the roof. <laughs> I, was, I was a little. I love to see that anger issues. Yeah. And I got in my jeep and I was driving home and I'm like, that's it. 
that's it. I'm done with this. I need mm-hmm. a drink. And then I, and it, it was the, the weirdest thing. Yeah. In my mind, I said, yeah, but then I won't be able to go home and enjoy a nice cold Pepsi with Joyce. Mm. And, and I thought, yep. even after I thought, I thought, well, that's weird. That is weird, right? That's weird. You've changed. Yeah. And so a beer is not going to help you right now. Yes. Why don't you just go home and have a Pepsi mm-hmm. and start over again tomorrow? And so one day at a time, our, our encouragement to you is why don't you just go home and have a Pepsi and start over again tomorrow? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Ask God. God, I'm going to start over. Yeah. Start over each day. is like getting baptized. You start over. So I I actually feel better now. I knew that you would. I think I'm going to have a better day. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to walk out of here. I'm going to go work out. Same. And, uh, and then I'm going to go get a pizza. Hey, You know how many calories are in a pizza? Too many to count. We'll see you. (laughs) See ya. See you next week.